Welcome to Girls Room, where each week we unpack the foundational text of the 2010s, HBO's Girls. I'm Julia Gray, and I have my incredible co-host with me, Drew Haskins. Hello, how are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. I'm, you know, you know how it is. I'm, we say it every week, and guess what? I don't get any less tired, but I'm not going to spend time on it. I'm just going to say it. No, there's there's nothing to um, nothing to dwell on. No. We're we're present with our bodies, but you guys don't have to be present with our bodies. You guys can just be present with the things we say. Exactly. Um, We're not listening. Hopefully, we'll be pretty good today. I think they'll be pretty good today. Absolutely. I'm. We're discussing season six, episode five, which honestly one of the better episodes in this season yeah I like this episode quite a bit um I this is definitely one of the ones from the last season that I remember pretty well just because of the central like the gummy trip of it all and just as such like a Becky and Baker yes and like this is such a good showcase for her it really is I totally I mean this whole season is such a blur to me I I remembered it as I was watching it but it it was never like a standout episode for me. It does cover a lot of ground really quickly. Like I feel like we're in five episode five of season six and we've already burned through so much plot. Like I think mm-hmm. we've discarded characters completely at this point. Like I think Desi's done. Like I, I think uh, he's gone. He's over. Um Desi's over party. We're getting to like foregrounding of shows. Oh wait, speaking of Desi, it yes. apparently has come pass that Evan Moss Backrack is joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe as the thing in Fantastic Four, the big rock. Oh my god. How do you feel about that? Wait, what well I think it's stupid. Like I don't want I don't really watch those movies, I'll be honest. No, of course but, like, not. It's not gonna impact me or my life, but I mean I'm I'm like get the bag, I guess, but doesn't it it really does feel like signing on to do marvel movies that are going to flop at this point like everything's flopping right now i mean you just, miss the wave yeah i don't know it, it cheapens his cheapens his brand i think no. um i just searched evan Moss backrack the thing and wound up on a reddit page uh that says let's see turns out he'll also wait <laughs> turns out he's also jewish which is a huge plus what that's <laughs> fun i mean uh, no no i think they're just talking about Eben moss Bacharach. i'm just like why does the thing need to be jewish though? why does the thing need to be played by a jewish actor i'm not steeped the enough in the lore of the comics um <laughs> i just know that that's the one that's the rock there's a big fireman invisible woman and stretchy stretchy I'm man really, i'm really laughing at the idea of any of these marvel characters having religion (laughs) in there (laughs) yeah i i like i think there is one of the marvels who is muslim like the marvels being the the women like the marvels of the movie the marvels that just came out i'm pretty sure one of them is a pakistani american teen which Uh is huge um I wish people had seen that movie, I guess, so it would have been huger representation, but oh well. Um, Completely missed me. Fatigue. It oh. missed a lot of people. Like, I mean, I've, you know, $47 million opening weekend, ain't nothing to sneeze at, but those movies, I just don't care at all. Though wow. I will say, original Fantastic Four with Jessica Alba oh. um, and Chris Evans, very bad movie formative movie i yeah i never watched it It, it's one of i'm so uninterested in superheroes but i I don't know it's like i'm uninterested in action movies in general if i'm being honest oh and when you take it to a place of superheroes i'm out i'm just i'm not i'm not interested i i do really like action movies like the john wick movies any mad max bond is my favorite james bond is my favorite franchise of all time like love a good action movie i I really like james bond though but that doesn't that feels different do you know what i mean it's european it's european and it's like not campy the old stuff is campy like i like it when they're campier 
Yeah, it's like with what's his name, Roger something. Oh, um, not Roger Daltrey. Uh, Roger Roger Moore. Yeah, I love yeah. him. So like, like all the ones with him are very campy. I feel. Oh yeah, like if people have not watched those, like Live and Let Die, The Spy Who Loved Me, like so they're so funny and like a little scary and a little uh, very thrilling and fun. Like they're great. Even the bad ones are like so watchable. Like something like that, I'm in. But like the Born Ultimatum, give me a fucking break, you know. Some of those are fun, but they are very self serious. And I thought a lot of the Daniel Craig Bond movies, some of which are very oh, good, no, are very like self serious. Yeah, maybe that's where you lose me. If they bring back the new Bond movies, I hope they make them kind of fun and fizzy, even something sixties esque. I know Austin Powers kind of as good as those movies are like sort of ruined it for everyone a little bit <laughs> but like we let's get some fun back in action they won't do it that's the thing like i feel like all the genres are so siloed at this point like that that nothing can be just nothing can be fun yeah nothing can be fun. allowed to be fun yeah and sometimes there are fun things but i guess they're bad like I want to go see that Saltburn movie really badly with like Jacob Elordi, my king, and Barry um, Keegan from the Keegan. That sounded, is that how you pronounce it? Because I believed it. I think that is actually how you say it. Keegan. The guy from, uh, what's that movie? Um, Banshees of Inishia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was good in that. Yeah, he's great and stuff. I do, I do really like him. Um, it's the new movie from the promising young woman, woman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and apparently it's horrible. Though I've heard some, I've heard some really polarized things, but the critical consensus is that it is not uh, super great. I will be seeing it, however, because it looks, it looks fun. It looks like a music video, and like I don't know. If you're gonna, if you're not gonna be a good movie, be a fun movie. I couldn't agree with you more. There are so many bad movies that are saved by their funness. <laughs> yeah, like if you're trying to go for a little bit of comedy, like okay, example. I think I've talked on this podcast about those TikToks before, where it's a movie up top and the cookie decorating or craft doing on the or bottom like of the split screen. Guy. Yeah. yeah. I have seen the movie The Other Woman starring Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann, Kate Upton, and Nicki Minaj probably three times front to back over the course of the past year because it's on those style of movies. That's so funny. But guess what? Fun movie. I'm happy to watch it. It's a great plain movie and essentially those split screen videos are simulating the experience of playing a playing Candy Crush while watching the other woman on a very small seat screen in the back of the seat. That is exactly what it's doing. That's genius. I One I keep seeing or had seen so many times to the point where I had to do like, this is not interesting to me. Do you know that movie where there's a girl who gets kidnapped and she's in the back of the car? <gasps> yeah, I know exactly the one you're talking about with Halle Berry. Yes, with Halle Berry. Yeah. Uh, the the amount of times I've seen that little girl in the back of the car pouring pouring out paint, I I, yep. I I see the clip of her like punching through the trunk like the rusted trunk and like on the highway like there's a hand coming out. If I were on the ten in L A. and I saw a hand out of someone's trunk like waving at me, I, I would crash. Like I'd be so <laughs> startled. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, clearly I'm engaging with this content to the point where they keep serving it to me. It's hard not to though, because it's like, why are why is she in the car? Why she, I needed to know. I watched the entire I, I looked for more clips and then they they didn't stop. If you go into the comments section, there are always a bunch of bots um and just you know like-minded citizens who are like part two, please. Where's yes, part yes. two? <laughs> You're one of them. You're like, does she get out of the car? <laughs> No, I'm absolutely in the comments begging for part two. Or or I, what movie is this? It's like, come on, you can... <laughs> but I will say those people are doing a public service. Oh, 100% doing a yeah. public service. Because 
they are asking the questions that you would be too embarrassed to ask otherwise. Thinking, no, I'm not, I'm not asking. I'm pretending I know and then saying, yeah, of course it's still don't know the name. And it really only can be movies of that caliber that exist within that format. Because that's how those men, those movies are meant to be half watched sort of with love to the artists. Um, SAG, we, we were strong with you. WGA, we were strong with you. And we, we are happy that you got everything you wanted and more. But a movie like The Call starring Halle Berry and Abigail Breslin is not something that we need to be paying attention to fully. No. Here, and, and here's here's the thought. Maybe the term plane movie is now the updated term is maybe like candy crush movie or yeah. or split screen tiktok movie we need we need a catchy name but that's that's how maybe a new genre i'm trying to think of other candy crush split screen movies like mm, some other ones that i get a lot actually a lot of movies in the camera the proposal, proposal 100 i have gotten my sister's keeper a lot recently i've gotten the mask a lot recently lovely um, dog what Lovely Bones. Oh, mm, that's a dark. Well, my, I guess my sister's keeper is dark for. Yeah, uh, the, there are some dark ones. I mean, so is the call. The call is dark. It's all. Dark. Oh, the call is dark. I guess child okay. kidnapping is dark. Yeah, as a concept. Yeah, that that's true. A lot of child. The Devil Wears Prada is also. That's a movie I love to death, but because I've seen it so many times, I think I would almost. Be comfortable calling it a candy crush movie because i could recite that when we went to back this is what i think you need in a candy crush movie you need enough kind of intrigue in enough scenes where you you see two minutes of the movie and you're like well what happens next i don't know if the devil wears prada has enough of that if you know what i mean that's it's more fluid and not as like uh mm, not Plot driven is the wrong word, but it's not as a uh, mm, suspenseful. It's not as <laughs> well. It's definitely not suspenseful. Um, you're really just watching for like the jokes and kind of not really the plot as much. It really just is the characters. Like they're such well shaded characters that you want to spend Absolutely. time. Absolutely, you need hollow, hollow, hollow characters for a Candy Crush movie. Okay, I can I can get behind this. The world needs to be two um, D. 100%. Though I will say, We're speaking kidding. of 3D, uh -huh. I watched um, the, I had COVID in March 2022, mm -hmm. and I watched the Pixar film Turning Red on a TikTok live stream. I watched the whole <laughs> thing in a two hour. On your phone? Stream. On my phone, yeah. I was delirious. I was sweating oh. out of every orifice. A fever broke while I was watching that The Big Panda. Was, it was great. I don't even know what that movie is. What it's is it about called? a girl who becomes anxious and turns into a red panda when she gets. Oh, that bags. sounds insufferable. Is it oh, about? So I loved it. It was this uh, funny and and feels generating look at generational trauma, generational mm -hmm. heritage, anxiety, but and being Pixar? a teenager. Yeah, and the okay. panda was cute. Okay. Maybe. I liked it. I'm a sucker for kids' movies sometimes, though. Well done. I was going to say maybe I'll give it a try, but I, I can't imagine a world in which I would. Unless the I music is pretty good for it. Mm, okay, that's intriguing. So, because it's set in 2001 Toronto, and a central conceit of the movie revolves around a fictional boy band that is fronted in the movie by uh, Phineas. Billy Eilish's older brother. Oh my brother. god, that's funny. This, but it's pretty good, like Y two K pop. Okay, I I'm warming on the on this movie. That's a good plain movie too, though I will yeah. say. Okay, all right. Okay. Well, we really discovered some. Uh, <laughs> I'm recommending Turning Red to everyone two full years after it came out. I really like Candy Crush split screen movie i think we need to yeah maybe we can pitch in this new era if, if we can't you know license ai for all the people and the things that we write uh we can at least pitch the project 
to Candy Crush and TikTok to appease the big tech overlords and cut costs. Absolutely. I'm sure more people have seen My Sister's Keeper on TikTok split screen over the past year than went to go see the Marvel's opening weekend. I think there's a no. big idea here. No. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Don't you think? I mean, how much did the Marvels make? That it was forty-seven million dollars against like a three hundred million dollar budget. Big flop. Yikes. Yeah. That's rough. Honestly, oof. Well, oof. and you know, no one can promote it. Like Brie Larson could not use her YouTube channel to. She couldn't. That's really also. There's no star power in this movie except for Brie Larson. She's hardly a star. I mean, I she's hardly a star. And I like Brie Larson. I think she's a talented actor. Um. You can't have her as the draw. This mm-hmm. is crazy. Who are these people? That's why people watch Marvel movies because they're like, oh, it's that guy from Parks and Rec, right? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> is he that, one of them? <laughs> that's why I get worried about Evan Moss backrack because not only are people going to be like, oh, isn't that the guy from The Thing? Or I'm sorry, the guy from The Bear who is The Thing. He's going to be a big rock. He's not even going to be a human being. He's going to be big wow. rock. I wonder if we'll see some of his um, features. Like they're going to digitally transpose his face onto the rock. We could, I mean, it could. I would like that he has a goatee. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, I could see something like that where it's, or it's just, he's a really buff guy and his skin is just uh, rock-like, you know, they do some really intense makeup on him. Oh. That's kind of what I I like preserve make him a little less of an incredible hulk let's say yeah. and more into an incredible hunk made of rock. oh my god wow that was good i i do think i do think that would be the best bet if they want to be like oh it's that guy which i do think they should do i agree i they haven't done it before but i really hope that um this time they remember to preserve the essential sexiness of these characters because that's I cannot. Sometimes lost. These movies are not very sexy, which I guess maybe they oh, shouldn't be. Oh. They're kids' movies. I guess they are at the end of the day. I really can't get over what a fucking flop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I feel um like angry about this movie. About the Fantastic Four or the Marvels? The Marvels. Both. The Marvels. Yeah. It's just like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Well, this is the problem with the Marvel. I cannot believe we're talking about this. <laughs> the problem with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that they inundate people with content and expect people to subscribe to a streaming service and pay for movie tickets and watch five individual pieces of media content um, every quarter to actually catch up with what is going on at any given time. It's just content overload. And they've banked on the power of these nerds who cannot discern between good and bad because they're so like you know deep and fist deep in the cheeto bag to actually be able to tell what the quality is so this year i think they just hit critical mass and it can't really um that's a really really good point yeah also does oh, Jim- seen there but that's kind of what i meant oh no that's it i, I wonder <laughs> also like it feels very uh millennial marvel i wonder how gen z and gen alpha feel about well gen z gen z is caught between wanting all things to be like euphoria and simultaneously not wanting any sex on film or whatever that's true that's true so maybe marvel's perfect for them because they it's yeah yeah but it's also dork shit i don't really think that gen z has a lot of like there's some and I'm sorry if this is an offensive term to everyone. There's some like tender queer shit that people like watching, like Heartstopper and sure. um, the summer I turned, um, whatever she turns. Like that's yeah, pretty. The, yeah, I, I don't know why I couldn't find that word. Um, like that kind of like chased like Nicholas Sparks kind of shit is what people like watching. Just nothing's good. Um, I want to do before we move on to girls. I want to ask Chat GPT to uh, pitch a Marvel movie starring the characters from Girls. Oh my God! Please. 
a Marvel movie starring the characters from HBO's Girls. There was a time in which Adam Driver was rumored to be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they ended up casting Miles Teller as the guy. Miles Teller was one of the Marvels? Yeah, like four or five years ago. You know, I, I, I bet Adam has been offered one of the... I'm those. sure. I mean, but he's done Star Wars. Like, he can't do both. He really can't. And the Star Wars thing, I think people sort of respect, I guess. People forgot about those movies pretty quickly. Sure, and everyone said he was really good in them. He was definitely not the problem with them. I did see, I've seen all of them, and he was definitely one of the better parts. Oh, God, wait. Okay, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but um, ChatGPT is telling a story. Um, Hannah Horvath discovers she has the power to manipulate reality with her words, creating and altering situations at will. Marnie Michael harnesses the power of sound waves capable of both dis- both destructive and healing frequencies. No, this he has that already. That's true. Um, Shosh is uh, a psychic. Her her dreams come true, and then Jessa discovers her incredible strength and agility. All right, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sucks. Okay, I'm, it's not even worth reading. And this that's is so a- funny, though. Oh my I- god, for sure. <laughs> She, like, starts singing stronger and, like, levels a building. Yes. Oh, it's called Girls Unleashed, a Marvel Story. Boo. All right. Is well. that two colons in there? Girls um, colon unleashed colon a Marvel Story. <laughs> Girls Unleashed colon a Marvel Story. Oh, fun. But I like your version. I didn't know if it was, like, a Herbie fully loaded situation. <laughs> or, like, a, um, uh, what is it high school musical the musical the play or something yeah oh those kids oh that's God. see that's that's what the kids are watching they don't want shoot them up action heroes they want people singing jewel songs to each other and being bisexual which is not a yeah. no crime but I want a mean girls musical remake a remake of the musical that remade the movie yeah that features no actual music from the musical in the trailer just come on I, I, i'll watch it we sound like old men today we sound like statler and waldorf oh my god honestly that's that's kind of how i feel a lot of the time i saw um uh the 1975 last night and when uh, I, I was the oldest woman in the room <laughs> you are channeling the spirit of maddie today Oh God, I guess I am. He Were you at the concert where he was like, "It's a fucking outrage that the Grammys didn't nominate us"? Yes, yeah. Ah! Okay, okay, history and making. I was like, "What is it?" Okay, I mean, it's the Grammys. Who the fuck cares? Oh yeah, know. no, I know, but it's weird that sometimes people do really care. Yeah, I guess I'd I'd probably care if I'm being. And in a year where they mostly didn't do anything especially offensive in terms of nominations, like this was, you know, not a coolest, the coolest of people, no. but not like a not crazy like Tanya Tucker shit like they usually do. Um, yeah. It might be. It feels you might feel slighted to get left off. Sure. Yeah. Mm, I guess so. I don't know. It, it was a pretty good show. I, I yeah, also- I love the 1975. <laughs> I'm sure it was great. Yeah, the first half was a bit snooty, and then they got into the, the bangers. Yeah, they they have a lot of bangers. Great band. He's kind of a dick, but great band. I agree. It's cool that they can, like a I I don't know. They're not a rock band, but like an indie rock or pop rock. They're band. a rock. I would say they are maybe the biggest non-legacy rock act currently working. Sure. I mean, it's crazy they can fill up msg yeah they're they're definitely a mainstream rock act at this point it's just like because they started so like indie cool and kind of do have that veneer like it's a little easy to forget that they are a major label arena rock band they just make cool music yeah for hipsters like us yeah for cool kids they um I can't believe I didn't bring this up before. And then we'll get into girls. But they, um, during one of the songs or maybe one of his speeches, I don't remember, but 
on the big screens they were playing the Candy Crush below him as a bit. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how I didn't bring That's that up. That's so funny. He's such a little dork. I love him. I mean, I'm once again kind of a dick, but I do have a lot of totally fondness for him. Oh, you know what? He's he's not so bad. I mean, he is, but you know, it's. I I I appreciate him, and I think he's kind of funny, even though he does suck in all the ways that one would know. expect him to suck. Yeah, I mean, uh, remember, British people are like insane in the brain, and apologies British to all of our British. See Jessica Johansson for uh for details. Exactly. Wow, great segue. Um, yeah, I try. Okay. So let's get into it. Last week or last episode, Hannah found out she was pregnant. Jess and Adam decided to make a movie about Adam and Hannah's relationship and Marnie and Desi hammered out their divorce. Oh, and oh, very sad ending to the last episode. Ray's boss, Hermie, died after yeah. uh, Shosh and Ray had a conversation about death. Can we actually start with Marnie and Ray? Yeah, yeah. Because I kind of want to end on Hannah today. But that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll start Marnie and Ray, Jess and Adam, and then go. So we pick up with the the death of Fermi in this episode. Um, Shosh comes into Grumpy's to visit Ray and comfort him. And he tells her that Hermie is dead from scleroderma, which is a, quote, obscure terminal disease that he showed no external symptoms of. Um, I do believe that's like a vascular disease. So like maybe he wouldn't. Yeah. I'm he wouldn't have looking seen at the internet now. It's an autoimmune disease that causes inflammation and fibrosis in the skin and other areas of the body. Yeah, it does not look like it would show anything. He sounds like uh, the thing from Fantastic Four. Oh my god, I guess so. Scleroderma patient. It's showing signs of the thing. This, <laughs> I mean, I, it is definitely obscure. Yeah, very obscure. Um, I thought this scene was really sweet, though. Um, the show Shrey relationship is one of the healthiest ones on the show. And yeah. her little speech about, like, that she's never going to die. It's just never going to happen for her. I thought it was such a show nice, comforting thing to say to him. It was sweet. But the, this the these two are definitely getting to a place of lifetime movie. Like their back and forths are so kind of cheesy. Like she goes, I'm never going to die. I literally hate death. And he says something like, Good, because I don't think I could handle that. Like, stop. I mean, I don't know. It's just sort of the writing between these two characters feels weak. They're definitely trying to make these two characters have the most traditional happy endings for whatever reason, Um, which I. I get, but when you, for a show that really avoids sentimentality, yeah. by and large, having the two ending sentimental endings smushed together like this is very apparent. I didn't yeah. mind it though. It just, I thought, I like these two characters so much. It was sweet for me. But then. Um, the two characters who, who are not sweet together, quite the opposite actually. Um, Ray and Marnie are cleaning out Hermie's apartment and um, Ray is just kind of geeking out at all of Hermie's old photos and is clearly just feeling very sentimental and grieving. Um, And Marnie, with her little swoopy bangs, would rather be anywhere else. She's crawling out of her skin, like arms crossed, looking around. Um, And she... (laughs) she he's looking through the pictures and she goes what did she say i wrote it somewhere she was like yeah crazy we were all little kids once wild yeah <laughs> just like com- comically insensitive to raise light yeah it's sad and then she fakes an excuse about having to go to she's in her health fitness era she says she has to go to physique 57 and he said i thought you did that yesterday and she says no i did quiet pilates yesterday which is really really different (laughs) quiet pilates okay question is physique 57 a real thing i don't know but there no i don't think so there's um f there's something that has like almost the exact same name that i think they're making fun of okay wait it is actually a real thing (laughs) 
Okay, it's, they have franchise studios in New York City, United Arab Emirates, India, and Thailand. But of course, that's that would be the workout she's doing. Yeah, it's like it's like full body. It's like full body. Of course, she's like body she's weight stuff. Emily, a bar class. She's a bar class baddie. Yeah, this looks very bar. It's um, very bar. It just I thought it was. I wasn't sure if it was fake or not because the name is too good of a parody oh, almost yeah. for it. <laughs> it's it's such a perfect girl's name. Um, but then he he's sort of clearly disappointed in her wanting to leave. And she says, no, no, if you need me here, I'll be here. Like, I'll just be a little misaligned this week. But if you Ugh. need me, like this. She sucks. Yeah, this, this, this woman, she can't. She can't get out of, she can't stop getting in her own way. And credit to Ray, he notices that she can't stand still for 20 minutes and be in the apartment, um, <clears throat> which she says closer to 40, but he breaks up with her immediately. It's like, we're not compatible. You're not going to give me the kind of dates and conversation <clears throat> that I'm actually looking for in a relationship. And she... I wish I had written this down. Um, she says that he has changed his whole outlook on their relationship because of one death and he's not thinking about it in a smart way. And he's like, why would I start now? Which I guess is kind of lifetimey now that I say it out loud, but it didn't feel like that when you're watching it. No, no. Um, I, it, it did, that felt real. Um, he's, yeah, he kind of says back that I've always, felt like this it's not just because like it's not be just because of the death it's because why would I spend my life with someone who doesn't really want to be with me yeah or doesn't really want to spend time with me like why are we pretending he just kind of points out the shallowness and fakeness of their relationship which is very true very true um, uh should we do just well Adam Characters. Yeah, Jess and Adam. Oh my God. Ugh. This killed me. They're filming their horrible little indie flick in Laird's apartment. Hilarious detail. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Laird's apartment until he, I, he walked in and was like, Are you guys submitting this to Slammed? <laughs> yeah, wait. Are you guys doing the festival like Slam Dance or something? I really love that. that. Slam Dance. I love Laird. Oh my god. Next year I am doing the Laird Halloween costume. Have to. Do you have a you don't have a pet, do you? No, I wish. I was gonna say if you had a pet, you could make uh like a little beanie for your well, pet. By you next have... year I may have a pet. So I could do Laird and baby sample as a well, I said sock. <laughs> Same. Sock. I <laughs> sock sample um Sackler. What's Laird's last name? Laird Baird? That's I'm gonna look it up. Laird girls. I know we should have more of an encyclopedic knowledge of this show, considering we've been covering it for over a year. Oh, this, is, this is a perfect prim. Laird Schlesinger. I love. That's awesome. I like the name Laird, but I also like the name Sample too. So I, yeah, I, I can't really trust your judgment here. But Ugh. they're making this awful, awful movie. Um, they're filming a sex scene where this I swear when it when it flashed to the scene I thought it was Hannah and I was like Hannah looks different it's Hannah mm -hmm. and not Hannah it's this the woman who's playing Hannah Mira right yeah just kind of being a quirky girly dancing in an oversized shirt right that's what's oh no no she's I don't know but she's dancing with no pants on that's yeah it's very um like season one Hannah like Winnie the Poohing everywhere. It's so hard to watch. He like spanks her and says he's gonna fuck all her holes. Bends her over the workbench, and I, I but don't. But not remember. before bracing it first. <laughs> oh. He says, "Um, okay, I don't remember who says this to who. I just wrote down this quote. It's you're weirder than even me, maybe." so gross so gross like i mean the script is just outrageous it, it's 
I know we're not supposed to think that like Adam and Jessa are these great artistes, but this really is just beyond. I don't know how anyone watches this and is like. No, and the thing is, no one will watch it. This is nothing's going to come of this, which is very amusing as a viewer just to see this this project that they clearly are taking so seriously that has no potential to do anything. Nothing. Um, but oh my god, and then they film this other scene where Mira is going off her meds, and Adam is it again with the lifetime except this time on purpose and adam is kind of tenderly taking care of her mira has little hair clips in very hannah yeah very hannah and you know but we do have to honor history here and note that this is when hannah irl cut her her bangs into that ramona quimby the fuck ass bob the bowl cut to end all bowl cuts Oh, the hair I mean, clips are revisionist history. That's true. But they get a similar energy across. Definitely. I mean, there were some crazy lines here. Like, um, my head feels so noisy. I just wanted to stop. It's just, oh. like, just like shakes her head around like, like a fishbowl. They're just infantilizing Hannah in the craziest way, which... I don't know. It definitely feels it's interesting to see it basically as uh, Adam's perspective on their relationship. Um, there's another line uh, that Mira says, I'm going to ruin your life. And one day you're going to realize you're not stuck with a cra- you're stuck with a crazy person and not fun. Crazy. It's just, I mean, awful. And, and that's kind of what Jessa starts to realize, like, oh, this is this is how Adam remembers the relationship and it's actually way uh, more affectionate than I wanted it to be. Yeah, like, so I sort of get where Jess is coming from, even as as it is naive. I think the, the act of watching your partner dramatically recreate their former relationship from the perspective of a director, writer, and actor is disorienting Mm -hmm. I think she also just has so much like pent up resentment to Hannah that she cannot like actually see her as a person at this point yeah I mean yeah and she says um like we are the intense ones like I thought you and me had this crazy fiery intense relationship not you and Hannah yeah which, I mean, yeah, she's realizing, like, no, actually, their relationship is kind of stable, like, compared to the Hannah. Road. And the, I mean, that their relationship still involved a knockdown drag out fight that involved destroying an entire apartment's worth of furniture. But yeah. Hannah had bowl cut, bowl cut disasters, Q tips, um, like but, yeah. blonde I mean, wig play. Exactly. And, yeah, Jess is seeing that, seeing the relationship through Adam's eyes. And I, yeah, I get it. Sucks. Yeah, Sad. It sucks. Sad for her. This movie's going to be a total crock of shit. Oh, so horrible. Um, I don't remember what comes of it. Um, I don't either. I don't really remember. So we're at that, we, we're now at the halfway point of the season. I feel like the stuff I remember from the back half of this does not involve Jessa at all. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but should we get into Hannah? It'll be a fun surprise. Yeah, we should. Yeah. So the episode itself actually opens with Hannah writing in all caps list of reasons it's insane to have a baby. Some of which uh, included, I will make less than $24,000 this year. I am bad at sports. I have overall herpes. And my favorite, I'm only 27 and I act younger than that. <laughs> oh, same. That, yeah, I, I wrote same. This I, you know, not to identify too hard with Hannah, because that's that's corny and bad, but <laughs> Yeah. We also I'm, Hannah looking at a lentil because the baby is lentil sized. Yeah. That oh. I don't know. She's I mean 
she's clearly as we saw in the last episode kind of coming to terms with the fact that she actually maybe wants to have this baby um and in comes elijah on six adderalls yeah he is like zooted um he's been up all night instagram stalking a former member of his acapella group um who just got cast in kinky boots even though they had to like rearrange all the arrangements for him in college that cover up that he like sucked shit or whatever oh, um, so funny yeah and i, I feel like I, I isn't hannah saying like well wasn't I, doesn't she say something about his cover of semi-charmed life and she's like i actually thought that was really good but i mean elijah who knows whose history is correct but yeah elijah's having like a psycho jealous uh breakdown yeah he does conveniently drop the plot information that ray is now like not a millionaire but like a several thousandaire from hermy right and i guess owns the coffee shop now um and elijah says it's actually good that hermy died because now ray can uh put in the socialist bookshelf or something right he can install the socialist library that's what yeah wow that's quite a way to look at it um yeah isn't also isn't a socialist library if we're just taking this at face value um well a a library itself is socialist because you take a book (laughs) return whatever you know i don't know what i'm saying here but this seemed he seemed like a glib gay guy and i the triple g and i thought this would be nice um Lorene, Queen Lorene comes to visit, um, having taken several pot gummies. I wasn't sure what the number we were supposed to have assumed here. Um, I mean, Lorene is in uh, what seems like a kind of bad place. She reveals she's on Weight Watchers also, which I think is, I mean, as a woman who herself is on Weight Watchers, they now go by WW. Um it, it definitely uh it's a marker yeah. in life <laughs> so is ww is the rebrand just to remove the word weight from it yeah yeah but you know what the w stand for of course and i don't know it's just like uh the idea of like watching your weight i guess is kind of taboo at this point even though that's exactly what you're doing but the idea of wwing is no, that's, totally that's, cool they should have called it some some like generic shit like conserve or whatever. Oh no, I hate that. That sounds very um that sounds dark. Oh, maybe it does. Okay, that was just the first word I thought of. It sounds like the Apple Store. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe hope that works. I don't know. Yeah. WW branding is very um I'd love to look into the psychology behind it because it feels very comforting, weirdly. Like, conserve sounds cold. And- yeah, conserve sounds very icy. Yes. Um, yeah, a WW, though, it's just, it's confusing to call something that because we already have WWW. Like, when you remove one W, we can't just, like, expect... Okay, anyway, this is not... No, no. Sorry. We're not... This is not the copywriter hour, but I just have... That shocked me. Um, I really thought this scene where Hannah reveals her pregnancy was so sweet. I forgot that this is how it goes down when they both in unison kind of talk about the feeling that like, it's my baby now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like Lorene totally gets it. She's not, you know, having the reaction that maybe a different mom would have. Yeah crazy you're not ready for this Lorraine's very much like I totally get it um and she says she actually loved being pregnant she felt productive every day which I I thought was like an interesting kind of way to think about it especially as Hannah who um I don't know how this is going to sound but she doesn't have a lot going on right now you know yeah she's kind of flailing in her career and having a baby is a whole fucking project it is going to make you feel productive every day yeah it is and she's i think sort of settling into the idea that she can do her work and take care of a child but like i mean she's still you know in the lentil phase of her pregnancy like it's not 
the consequences like are not really being made apparent yet um so they go to do laundry at hannah's laundry local laundromat and lorene eats a fistful of gummies because they are faulty um and then gets like two stoned and starts like having a nervous breakdown which oh we miss. this was wild she um yeah they basically lorene reveals that she's actually been pretty lonely um and i don't know uh Hannah keeps saying like you might meet someone like you don't know you might meet someone and Lorene ends the conversation by saying don't fucking tell me that and books it just like really amazing performance by Betty Ann Baker that's her name right am I Becky right? Ann Baker Becky. okay I knew it was wrong um yeah. she's I mean she's just unbelievable yeah. um really really unbelievable and then she storms off leaves hannah's laundry on her stoop yeah yikes so before storming off um hannah says this is brooklyn this is one of the most dangerous places in america you don't know the terrain you're not lil kim this this doesn't she doesn't say that yet but that happens in the but oh i thought this happened at the laundromat Oh no, uh, we will, we will, it, it, I feel like it hits harder when, okay, when, when it is said. This Not- is where I reveal that I write the plot points down on the doc first and then do the quotes afterwards. Not just, yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. I just, we, we do need to, um, put a pin on that when it's time, but, um, yeah hannah and elijah go out to find her after hannah sees her laundry has is strewn about her stoop uh and it's it's uh they're walking around the streets yelling her name they go to several i don't remember how they find out that she's at a chinese restaurant but they go to several chinese restaurants yeah they just assume she has the munchies sure sure maybe that's it um but I, I love the line elijah says to someone at one of the restaurants we're looking for this midwestern spiky hair rocker chick love a funny way to describe her that is kind of what she's going for i mean yeah she's in her leather jacket era she really is she's in her in her spiky graphic tee kind of yeah but and she is in a chinese restaurant and she does have like an entire dim sum cart full of food on the table and this is when hannah's so mad at her mom and she does say yeah this is brooklyn this is one of the most dangerous places in america you don't know the terrain you're not little kim incredible worth repeating that quote it really it is like one of the most hannah horvath sentences in the entire show you're not little kim <laughs> like um Oh, so funny. Lorene is like incapacitated though, and she essentially like drops the bomb that Hannah is pregnant to Elijah because Hannah's not told anyone yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Elijah does not react well. No, they get into this huge, horrible fight in the kitchen of the restaurant. Why? Why in the kitchen? Um yeah. and just I don't know. Elijah's really letting her have it he says yet another reckless impulsive decision typical hannah and then says she's going to be a boring 27 year old single mom and yeah just kind of slowly reveals how he feels it seems like he feels betrayed by the choice like he's he's feels like she's leaving him for the baby yeah i they're stuck in sort of uh him more than her kind of codependent cycle where they're not they're struggling. They're both struggling and they're both relying on each other for emotional nourishment when their finances are low and their dreams are not really moving in any way and like they don't have to mature together. But now that she's making a mature decision, she's maturing, being going to be forced to mature because of this decision. Um, he's just really hurt. But the things he says are just so nasty. Yeah. I mean, at one point, I mean, 
honestly though a lot or on her part she's not doing herself any favors either she says like I need you like I thought you were going to help me with this which is a crazy thing to assume um, very condescending and, yeah and he's like well you didn't think I had plans and then she fires back what like to smoke salvia every day and then he, he gets very hurt and drops the the closing line of the conversation that really just I don't know is horrible what does he say like you're gonna be a horrible mother yeah literally that so and she great piece of Lena Dunham acting like that her tears in that scene are so raw it's just sad um and then he storms out and she goes back to Lorene who like vomits on herself a little bit because she has marijuana poisoning um and like sorry go ahead and she ominously portends um every time I look at your baby I will see my own death (laughs) before projectile vomiting I mean that is that's like some shit I would say honestly but (laughs) and she said no no you know what she does she's like come here like she it's as if she's about to say a very sweet thing to her daughter and then she whispers that Oh. incredible Emmys for retroactive Emmys for uh, Becky and Baker what a queen and then the episode ends uh, with I didn't like this scene really okay I kind of I bought it it's it yeah. again falls into the lifetime thing felt very cheesy corny but Hannah goes back to her apartment and sees a woman dressed just like her sitting on the stoop in a nearly uh, identical dress identical haircut of course it is the girl who's playing Hannah in Adam and she's sitting there smoking a cigarette and they're they start chatting yeah I mean they chat um Hannah never reveals who she is mm-hmm. um especially not when the woman was like I'm playing the mentally ill love interest <laughs> um but it's revealed that this woman is a mother and she talks a little bit about like how being pregnant is the best like you feel so full of life and then this was the lifetime line that and I think it's supposed to be kind of lifetimey and like fake wisdomy but she says the kids are easy it's being an adult that's hard I was like yeah there she she said it (laughs) there she goes and that's kind of where the episode ends yeah I thought it was a good episode. Um, yeah, I like this episode. It was definitely a solid B plus for me. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it that. I'll give it a B plus. Final segments. Yeah, um, I didn't come up with anything, but I'll I'll come up with them on the spot. Which girl are you in this episode? Uh, a rare Jessa for me. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I keep coughing, everyone. Um, definitely. It, I think I sometimes do kind of let myself get haunted by the shadow of exes. Mm. Is that too real? No, no, that's a very poignant yeah. point. I I don't know if I saw myself in anyone. Maybe if I had to say, I might be like, you know, I might be Elijah, honestly, and unfortunately, kind of taking things personally when it's absolutely not about you and kind of you know when I'm miserable I love company okay I can I think that that's not a bad answer like I think I think it's we need to wallow with friends sometimes uh and some I mean and it's the horrible thing of when your friend makes a choice that will leave you behind but is good for them it's having to make yourself be happy for them, even though you're um, sad for yourself. Yeah. Did you have any outfits this week that were uh, that you were like, Ooh, check check that fit? Um, I honestly like your answer here is the right answer. I'm gonna y- you reveal yours while I think about mine. So my fit check of the week was the dueling Hannahs um, and their yellow dresses on the stoop. I thought it was a really beautiful piece of costume design absolutely really was also shout out to marnie's swoopy bang um that's her get out hair allison williams's get out hair and it's uh it's good shit good shit 
I'm yeah, you know what? I might I might just default to the swoopy bang and uh, Marnie's athleisure situation that it's so she makes me want to get and I'm in athleisure right now she makes me want to get rid of all of my athleisure gear because it makes me and like it looks so depressing on her I'm like do I Uh, look like that I mean I'm I do look like that I'm in a big place of athleisure uh as a work from home girly yeah and that's just something I had to accept and you know what? I, I save a lot of money <laughs> by wearing <laughs> fucking leggings. And then MVP, LVP. My MVP was Shosh for mm-hmm. just being her. Um, my LVP was Marnie for being like just really like one dimensionally terrible this week in a way that she isn't always. I think my mvp is probably ray for um you know coping and realizing that the relationship is bad for him yeah and lvp maybe elijah for kind of being so strung out and uh aimless and taking it out on hannah yeah i'm the lvp Okay, I think that's, I, I can get behind those answers. Thank you. We need to start doing, I mean, we only have so many episodes left, but when we start our new show, we do have to do Needle Drop of the Week because... We will do Needle Drop. I have so many, I have some segments in my head. Oh, good. I'm so excited. I mean, if you've made it this far in the episode, you are in for a treat for our new... What When we finish Girls, we'll probably, I think we've said this on the show before, we'll probably do a few guest episodes where we talk through some special guests' favorite episodes of Girls and revisit episodes we've already covered. Yeah. And then we're starting a new show that's going to be so exciting. Woo! So get jazzed. Um, we will be off next week for Thanksgiving, so don't expect a new episode. We will be re-releasing something um hopefully with some good audio quality and no one makes any comments about it um but it'll be nice and uh we hope everyone has a wonderful bountiful holiday full of bountiful blessings and food um the warm embrace of a family member the tartness of a cranberry perhaps um parades if that's your thing I don't know what 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 else I love the parade. You know what we need? I love the parade. You, I knew you would love, I knew you'd be on the same page. Yeah. We need, uh, we need a, like a girl's float. Oh my, yeah, Jemima, it's like Jemima <laughs> Kirk and like a half depleted balloon. <laughs> Just. God, yes. But okay, I'm, I'm trying to think who would be driving it. I think. The Adam Driver. Oh, oh. Adam Driver. Driver. I think Shosh definitely like has a big role in getting the sponsor though, you know. Oh, absolutely. She is the marketing genius behind um getting like Jolly Green Giant or whatever to sponsor the girls float. You could get Glossier. I think Glossier is investing in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And obviously Marnie will be singing on the float because there's always a musical act. Oh Marnie and Desi maybe both. That's so smart. Okay, well, sign me up. This is great. Sujin can creative direct. Yes. Yeah. Also, I am um on the plane for Thanksgiving travel. I am going to watch the Greta Lee movie that apparently she's going to get an Oscar nomination for this year. Past Lives. Yeah. Let me know how I Oscar nominee Sujin. We love we love to see it. Love her so much. Wow. I need to see that film. Yeah, I have not seen any film i was supposed to go see thanksgiving tonight the um addison ray starring slasher movie and oh I am my god staying see, home I'm, to recover so the fact that there are no i mean the strike has just made me so behind on all the well because no one could promote anything so no one knows what's going on like they didn't have a waiver to promote thanksgiving in which someone gets i'm sure like carved yeah. much like a, a, a turkey 
centerpiece cornucopia i would i i will i i need to see that yeah that that yeah, i'm i'm bummed to be missing it but um maybe this weekend i will go but um we will see everyone in two weeks with a new episode uh until then please rate review subscribe we would be thankful ah. if you gave us something uh to be thankful about so we would be thankful all right bye everyone bye